Most pastors agree that global warming is real and man-made, and that's actually a first. I'll tell you the full details of that study. Also, another new study tests the limits of evangelical obedience to President Trump. And got a brand new song from Elevation Worship. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, Jesse Carey is going to tell you why you should be listening to our church leadership podcast, Called. Each week on Called, leaders, pastors, writers, innovators, and activists like John Eldridge, Julia Veach, Rob Hoskins, Eugene Cho, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, Boz Dravidian, and a ton of others join us to discuss ways that pastors and leaders can make more of an impact in their congregations and their communities. Not only will you hear about important issues that church leaders deal with every week, like worship and outreach, but also ways that pastors themselves can be more equipped in their personal lives, like talking to John Mark Comer about mental health and soul care, or finding out ways that pastors can better protect their marriages. If you're a ministry or know someone who is, make sure to check out our church leadership podcast, Call. Here's today's stories. Today is Earth Day, and this is an interesting one, given how many of the main drivers of pollution and climate change are either slowed or halted altogether in the midst of the pandemic crisis. Another interesting shift this year, pastors taking climate change seriously. That's according to LifeWay Research, which found that 53% of Protestant pastors agree with the statement, I believe global warming is real and man-made, and 34% of them strongly agree. That's a slim majority, but it's the first time a majority has agreed at all. In 2008, only 47% agreed. In 2010, uh, that dropped a lot. 36% agreed, and then it rose a little bit to 43% in 2012. Today, uh, 38% of Protestant pastors disagree with the statement, 24% of them strongly so, and the remaining 10% aren't sure. Scott McConnell, he's the executive director of LifeWay Research, said the disagreements probably fell along political lines. The Protestant pastor split is a little out of sync with the broader public opinion. A 2019 Pew Research study found that 49% of Americans believe humans contributed a great deal to climate change and 30% believe humans contributed at least some. LifeWay also found a stark demographic difference in opinion among Protestant pastors. Black pastors are far and away the most likely to say that climate change is real and caused by humans. Nearly 80% agree with the statement. Younger pastors are more likely to agree than older pastors are. And pastors with a doctoral degree or a master's thesis are more likely to agree than those with a bachelor's or no college education. Among pastors who say they agree that climate change is real, 70% say they have taken steps to reduce their church's carbon footprint. According to McConnell, quote, climate change can be a difficult issue to address because the causes and effects are not always easily seen where you live. Much like the current coronavirus pandemic, environmental mitigation efforts require trust in the scientists, measuring the problem, and finding the best solutions that balance all of the concerns involved. 
In other news, scholars at the Religion and Public Institute, which analyzes trends in faith's work in the public sphere, uh, made uh, uh, some interesting findings. Almost everyone knows that white evangelicals overwhelmingly support President Donald Trump, but they wanted to know how deep that support goes. Are evangelicals more likely to obey Trump's rules and policies than they would your average run-of-the-mill political leader? This isn't exactly a hypothetical, of course. While Trump has shown discomfort with the social distancing guidelines put in place to stem the tide of the coronavirus pandemic, his administration still officially supports the ongoing national attempt to flatten the curve. Nevertheless, pockets of protest, largely from the white conservative set that make up Trump's base, have sprung up around the country, mobilized by social media and frustrated with dimming economic futures. For now, the Trump administration is continuing to push stay-at-home orders, but what happens if push comes to shove? Religion and Public Survey was taken in the early days of the pandemic, asking respondents whether or not they agreed with this statement, quote, If the government tells us to stop gathering in person for worship, I would want my congregation to defy the order. Okay, so 22% of respondents either agreed or strongly agreed with the statement, saying they would defy such orders, uh, and 25% of that group actually attend worship service. Now, that may not seem like a lot, but you, when you realize that 20 to 25% of hundreds of millions of people we're talking about here, it adds up quite a bit to a pretty big number. Now, the wrinkle comes in how the question was asked. For half the questions, the text started just like we said, uh, if the government. For the other half, the question started with if the Trump administration, specifically saying, what if the Trump administration asked you to do this? The idea would be to figure out whether or not people are more or less likely to comply if they thought the orders were specifically from Trump himself. And the answer, as it turns out, is not really. Uh, as the study writes, quote, it makes no difference whatsoever. There is a very slight drop in support for defiance among non-whites and a very slight rise in defiance among whites when Trump was the source of the closure order. Evangelicals within each racial group respond in the same way as non-evangelicals. So as the study points out, this would suggest that evangelicals like Trump insofar as he pushes the brand of Christian nationalism that has resonated with his voter base and would jump ship if he asked for any personal sacrifice beyond the standard of moral conduct for elected officials they've been forced to abandon. Trump seems to sense this, whether instinctually or because of his campaign's own data, which might explain why he's so agreeable to conservative evangelical policy. Interests. Finally, Elevation Worship has dropped a lyric video for Rattle. It's in all caps with an exclamation point, Rattle, which features over 10, yes, count them, 10 minutes of foot-stomping, high-octane worship music that wouldn't sound out of place in an Imagine Dragons playlist. The song was written by Chris Brown, Brandon Lake, and church pastor Stephen Furtick. It's an Easter anthem for the ages. Here is just a little bit of that 10-minute song. clear yet whether or not Rattle will show up on Elevation's upcoming Graves into Gardens album that comes out in May. But either way, uh, keep your eyes peeled on Relevant for some uh, future, let's say, coverage of Elevation Worship. You might like what you see. <laughs> 
To read more about all these stories and everything else we're covering, check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine, and you can subscribe to other podcasts there. We are here every weekday, bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Thank you.